0: Hi again, everyone. Ben Mitchell here with episode two of our Click 2018 Squiggly Podcast Minisodes, in which Anna Isabouts heads up some lively animation discussion with the attending filmmakers at this year's edition of the Click Amsterdam Animation Festival. This session features some fantastic insight into not just the artist's animation processes, but also the nature of getting the films off the ground and out into the world, which is always great to hear, and I think you're going to dig it. The audio recording is a bit truncated at the start, but the first person we hear from is Belgian animator Britt Reyes, talking about her commissioned film Hooray for Reading. Then Kimberly burke a.k.a. Kim P. Lee, also from Belgium, talks about her MA graduation film from the Lucas School of Arts, How Art You. So to begin with, here's Britt Reyes on Hooray for Reading.
1: They were working together with book.be, which is the, an organization um, that does stuff with books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so you have a lot of people giving feedback and 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 saying, "No, we have to do it a bit more like this," or "Could you, could you change the colors of this?" And so it was like a, a yeah, it was a rush job, but being able to do it in my style was, was nice because then I could handle the, was, it was able to handle the pressure uh, of actually
2: completing it. Well, first off, I'd like to almost compliment the people who got the job back to you because quite often work is referenced and then somebody who is paid way less than the work mm. than the person who's actually worked on that work gets the job of doing... Do something like this. Yeah, we know yeah. you're not quite that talented, but try and do it anyways because we can pay you about half. So that is a good thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was, I was very happy to to um, experience that it actually happens. That it's, they actually get the person that they're referencing to do the actual thing. I'm That's nice. shocked.
2: Yeah. It's, it's good. <laughs> um, so, but then also, you've been working on Catherine. I think you've been working on it for years and years and you had this freedom and you had a bursary and you had a mentor on it and like everything was kind of there was a lot of help with that film Mm -hmm. and also a lot of well from the outside anyhow it looked like you were quite peaceful about how it was progressing and then well not peaceful but like you had time yeah compared to the commercial yes so (laughs) was there any kind of frustration from suddenly moving from this long process where you could really really figure out what this old lady well old lady young lady cat lady I can really relate to the cat lady right now, by the way, <laughs> uh, in case you've seen me walking around my kitten or Anita walking around my kitten, you would know. Um, but um, like you've had this time and you've had this whole process and now suddenly everything having to be done in a few weeks, was that incredibly frustrating or was it kind of liberating? Um, it was liberating in a way because
1: a lot of uh, aspects were already fixed uh, I mean, you had the theme, and you had the, the different situations, and they had the poem, and that was that was there. I mean, they had to do the voice recordings and everything, and because it was only a few weeks, um, there there was a, there was some um, room to change things, but it also, I mean, there was a deadline; there had to be something, mm. so they couldn't just change everything. Um, and it's it's different working in your style for a client or working in your style for yourself because if if you're working for a client and they approve, then it's also easier to move forward, to let go. Even if if you might not be completely hundred per hundred percent convinced yourself, it's easier to let go because you know you're you're doing it you're doing it for someone and and they are the final judge. Yeah. Um but when you're making your independent work, yeah, you're the final judge. And then you, yeah, you, actually, you need that time much more. Um, so, it, yeah, it, it worked out okay because whenever I got an approval from the client, I was like, okay, off to the next, to the next designs and I could let go. Yeah. yeah,
2: sounds good. Are you working on anything commercial or independent now? Independent-wise, uh, I'm did. i
1: currently working on a short film. Uh, I got development funding from the WAF, the Flemish Audiovisual Congratulations. Fund. Thank you. And I'm also working on a middle-length film. I got script funding for that. And I just got news today that I have a project selected for Cartoon Springboard.
2: Is it one Which of those I- two projects? Or <laughs> okay. No, is something it's, a, else?
1: it's another project. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> trying to be busy. Yeah. That's that's impressive. And and like uh, the last commission thing that I did was um, last summer I went to Anibar a festival, uh, festival in Kosovo, a very nice festival, right, Aneta? Yeah. I really recommend. It's like yeah. A festival. yeah, it's a super nice festival and it's actually where the click team met Aneta and that's why she's here now. And she's yeah.
2: So we like Annabar.
1: Yeah, it's a a really nice festival. And um, I met uh, Petrit, the the artistic director of the festival at another festival. Yeah, that's how it goes. Um, And I really wanted to attend the festival last year, but I couldn't make it. And when I met him, I said, like, if you ever invite me, I'll come. And he said, OK, if you make our children's trailer, we'll invite you. So that's the last commission thing that I did. But because they also... um, I had a lot of freedom and I was able to do whatever I wanted as long as it was was suitable for children.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So I used the trailer to do some research for the short film that I'm making. Very nice. Um, Yeah. I should have... Yeah, if I would have thought about it, I would have... that we would talk about this, I would have asked to prepare the trailer to show it.
2: Um, Don't worry, I think I think you're yeah. doing great yeah. on this impromptu <laughs> QA.
1: Okay. Um so that's the last commission thing that I did. Um well, if you can call it commission because they didn't have a budget, but it in in exchange they did bring me over to the festival, which was yeah. I thought was a pretty good deal. I was I was very happy to to experience the atmosphere there um, and it's in a way it's very similar to the atmosphere here. Is there's a lot of things going on around the screenings that that makes the filmmakers feel very very welcome so yeah every, everyone that's having a good time here i'm pretty sure you would have a good time at that festival as well
2: yeah. i'm always gonna yeah. email them tomorrow and like hey do you need another yes. trailer or anything <laughs> cool thank you so much brett yeah, um, all right, Kimberly, how Hi. about your work? Can you tell us, because I think we missed it. What is the title of the film? How Art You. How Art You. Ah, yes, so I see yeah. it now. Quite often, because you just mentioned it, it was your MA graduation film, right? Yeah, my master's. Yeah, yeah. so um, quite commonly for master's, you have a research th- topic, mm. which you then kind of work on with your film, uh, so the film supports the research, or the research supports the film, it kind of goes. What was your, um, what
3: was your kind of area of, I want to dig deeper? Well, the thing was that uh, St. Lucas in Belgium where I studied, uh, we had the whole master year to focus on one film, but we were free to do whatever we want, so um, as the style, as a topic. Um, I decided to draw an animation film uh, with 25 frames per second so it was quite a hard job um, but because we had just like eight months to produce a film which four months was like um, thinking and producing um, and then the other four months was like um, drawing the film so it was very short so I was thinking like how can I make this film um, just to finish it, right? So uh, I was. Um, the thing was that I wanted to do retrospective animation because that was the only thing that could work in those four months of drawing, um, and I like I like line drawings, so even if it's messy drawings. Because it's 25 frames per second, it's well, it's very fluent. So that was like the technique uh, I wanted to to do. As for the topic, um, I was going through a hard, <laughs> as you can tell, it's like a little bit negative, depressing situation. But uh, I wanted to give the feeling to the audience the feeling that is quite a taboo. Um, nobody wants to talk about it, but you can feel it. Everyone has felt it or is going to feel it when they are going to a hard time. And I didn't see that anywhere in film or animation where they were approaching this topic. So as it is a topic that you can't explain in words, I wanted to give the feeling to the audience by uh, choreography and drawing. And like the voices you have in your head, they are not quite... Uh, you're not quite sure what I mean but they're there (laughs) Um, so that was like yeah like the old poetry and the movements of the choreography and the drawing style was something if you mix them together the audience can feel what feeling you have at that moment so it was very personal for me because it helped me to get over these feelings but it helped also to help other people, like if they see it and they understand it, they will know they're not alone, and they will would be relieved that mm, it's the there that you talk about it. So that was the idea. So It's yeah.
2: that beautiful kind of support that art can give, like yeah, everything else, yeah, right?
3: Yeah. That's so, um, that was the thing because if someone asks to you, how are you? like the the common thing we say is, "Well, yeah, we're fine, but you don't want to tell more because it's like mm, for one or other reason you can't talk about it because it's like the system says that you always have to be happy so that that's why the film is called "How Are You, but then with Arts?" because it's animation for movie
2: okay, so um you uh, when when we introduce each other like to each other. Um, you have your name and then you have your um, sort of artist name, yeah. uh, which is seems to be quite common for people who do quite a lot of stuff online. Is that something that
3: uh, you well, venture out into or is it coming from somewhere else? Mm, my friends started to call me Kimpy at school. My real name is Kimberly. <laughs> but uh, it's like a very long name, especially with the uh, family name, Bergmoose. Like no one will ever remember it when you say my name is Kimberly Bergmuse? Sorry. <laughs> took me Point a while. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing was, um, as people were calling me Kimpy, uh, I liked the idea and I just mixed it with Lee because Kimpy Lee resembles on Kimberly. And that's where people will remind you better when you say just Kimpy Lee as your artist name. So is this film released under your real name
2: or under Kimpy Lee? Both. <laughs> Don't you think that that might get confusing?
3: Yeah, I know. I I have to think about which name I'm going to use for the future. (laughs) But I think in is a good choice. Okay, yeah, no, that
2: makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. So, uh, as you've just graduated, you're about to, I I mean, not to discredit the student experience, but you're about to sort of venture out into the real world of, like, professional animation which isn't always easy no it's not Uh, as i'm sure you've already experienced in the past few months when when was this film made uh
3: it was released in june 2016 oh so you graduated a while ago yeah 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 Ah. and i think it has been selected uh, 30 30 times uh, around the world it was popular in asia for one of the reasons uh, I had the chance, the chance to go to South Korea to present my film the, uh, as a world premiere. And Life could be worse. It's very interesting to know that Asia like the idea of lo- those feelings. You can talk about it because when you see Japan, for example, they have like the highest suicide rates, um, and you you can feel that they have a lot of emotions, but they can't express it because uh, you just don't talk about yourself there. And it's what's very interesting in South Korea that they selected this and they really appreciate it. So it was like a nice thing to know that other people understand it. Yeah, no. The other side that. of the world. Yeah. It's like it transcends language and yeah, what we do with yeah, that, right? Sure, it's, sure. That's what animation can yeah. do. So in uh, the last two years, I'm like finding a way <laughs> in, into the animation film. It's not very easy because you have that large gap you fall in when you graduate and you have to go to the professional world but for now I'm working on a series also to the animation and that's the thing I want to just bring it to do to the animation to the public because it's something that you rarely see these days like the frame by frame uh, drawing like when you see the commer- commercials or popular I uh, say Disney or pixel film, uh, everything is done with computer. I'm not saying that's not a lot of work, but it's something that goes faster and it's uh, less expensive. But it's I think... It's a matter
2: of fashion, I think. Yeah, moment,
3: yeah. That but I still believe that people still really enjoy to the animation. So that's something that I want to bring forward uh, with the series I'm working on now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> All right, well then...
2: That kind of brings me on to the next topic of like, uh, cause you've had a pretty good run after you graduated, like a pretty supported run. So how, how is that support system in, in Flanders?
1: The support, the support system, system for, for new projects? Yeah, or for, for, new, for
2: new filmmakers. So not just necessarily for new projects, but for like fresh filmmakers right out of uni. Cause I have, I see, well, a few generations here, but also quite a lot of people that I recognize as students. Um, and although the Netherlands are slightly different, we're not that far off in terms of how we get things funded. How did you guys get from graduating that sort of steep black hole that happens right after graduating, not to scare you off, (laughs) um, but it happens, and then on to making work again? I think Brett can
3: can more relate because she's (laughs) she's much further. I think now
2: it's just an open question to either one of you. Okay, yeah. Well, um, for me, like
1: in Belgium, we have, a, well, in Flanders, we have a similar system with the, with the Netherlands, with the wild cards. We also have a wild card system. So, uh, for example, uh, Bluistat Alf, the short film that's in competition here by Nienke Deutz, mm-hmm. it was made with a wild card because she graduated at the in Um
2: and I know you have that system here as well. We have, we have well. Dan, who just graduated from the HKU. Uh, oh. I can't think of his last name, which is terrible, he's a student of mine, but he just got one uh, from the Film Funds and Jorn got one last year. Okay, So, so, yeah, we have yeah.
1: so that's something that th- we only have one for animation each year. So we yeah, do have that, uh, some active uh, support from the Flemish Funding uh, to get young people going. The other thing that we have, um, specifically towards young graduates, is um, an ontwikkelingsatelier, and, and uh, which is a development atelier for uh, for a new project, which I did for my short film Catherine, and for which I had some workshops, uh, some funding, and a mentor, which. You know, my mentor was Julia Potts during the process. Who will be interviewing
2: tomorrow, I, yes. by the way. Yeah. Through Skype, sadly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So um, that w- that's a really nice support system. It's a, so six months, you get some workshops and you get to get uh, time to develop a new project without having to have a producer on board. Because that's a big, that's like a very big step when you're a young graduate. How do you... How do you do that? How do you approach a producer? How do you get your how do you get your work out there and and how do you get into the system? Um, yeah. Bec- yeah, because within within your studies you have everything yeah, everything should be there, well, hopefully. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah,
3: kinda. We yeah. Try. We yeah. Try. They yeah. will never explain how the professional Yeah, yeah, world but yeah works. But,
1: well, it's 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 like a different um, at, um, surrounding that you're in it's yeah in a bubble way. we will yeah, as as
2: as a as a lecturer i will i i constantly try to explain to my students how the mm-hmm. professional world works but you can't really know it kind of yeah, like until, in you in it. It until you don't know until you feel it yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then suddenly it's like
1: yeah it's it's so in in a way it's also uh, as a teacher you can also you can only do so much you can talk about it but until they get into it it's it, they won't Completely understand, so I understand why there is yeah why there is this border somewhere. Um, but the ontwikkelingsatelier is a is a really nice system in in, in Flanders and that, is that we have. That open to between. anyone? That's open for any a Flemish graduate. Mm. Yeah. So so, but,
2: so is there a, an uh, application process or is it yeah, open yeah. to anyone who just wants to go?
1: Um, so you can only ha- you. Um I think it's within the last three to five years that you grad- graduated that you can apply so it's specifically towards young creative and you also you can't have worked on too many uh, films already so if you have too much experience I mean there are other ways to get support so they really they really want to encourage people which is yeah which is a nice way of looking at it uh, but you can do it if you if you studied full time at college but also if you took evening classes we have like this evening class system and if you graduate from that you, you're you also eligible to apply for that on Twicklings Atelier, which is nice, it, yeah. I mean it's a very inclusive way to look at animation um, and so it's not it's not only 20 something years old who can apply for it, it's if you've done if you've done studies uh, evening classes when you're when you're 40 or 50 you, you can still get into the system as well, um, and then you have to apply with an ID already, yeah.
2: Right, that's a tricky bit. So, um, uh, Kimberly. I take it you've not been to those ateliers. No, I'm planning to. Ah, <laughs> right. So yeah. I was just gonna gonna ask you, like, how are you approaching this whole new well, industry? Talk, I talked
3: with Britt yesterday. That gave, helps. Yeah, she gave me a lot of uh, tips and tricks. Care to share them? Which I'm going to mm. follow. Yeah. Uh, well, she was talking about the autrícula atelier, where where I, I have the I heard of it. But uh, when she explained how the process goes, it's like you know, it's very interesting for. Like people like me or other great uh, the people who has graduated an animation film who has an idea but don't know how to approach it like uh, the, at the, the you have a mentor a coach who will show you how how that system works like in the professional world mm. so mm-hmm. and that's something that I think young people who don't know how the system works it's it's a good start to like, to get introduced to. So, yeah, that's what I'm planning to, to do, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's really nice. Because, so, I did the Entwicklings back in 2014. And currently, I am a mentor myself for a new project. So, it's nice to, to give back. And and, and that way, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it becomes a nice community and that you, you share your knowledge and share your
3: experience. Oh, yeah, and they give you a budget. So like yeah,
1: that's also not <laughs> something bad.
3: something to know, yeah. So, it's like yeah. 6000 for six months yeah,
2: yeah. to work on your project. So it's just about enough to yeah. sort of live on if you mm. live really cheaply. Yeah, That's yeah well, bad. Belgium That's is, I think... Oh, it's like a lot cheaper than the Netherlands as well, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I think so.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, especially basses.
1: housing. Like, here oh, in Amsterdam, yeah. housing is, I think, a lot more expensive than... Yeah. In yeah. <laughs> we've, yeah. We've, just,
2: uh, we've just surpassed London in terms of how much of a housing bubble we have. Wow. Like, yeah... It's ridiculous. Yeah. But let's not even get yeah, into that. But, However, so, but you can just
1: move to Ghent. I mean, everyone with money problems living here in Amsterdam, come to Belgium. No. You're very welcome. No, 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 no,
2: no. We, <laughs> we want to keep our animation industry here. Like, it's, it's just but about we can, to get... It can work together. together That's actually we work where we going to go. Yeah. Um, because what, what shocks me is that, like, there's loads of Dutch and Belgian sort of co-productions, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we all know of quite a few. And when we were talking about this two nights ago uh, with Mark, who just, um, who did the uh, Magnificent magnificent Cake, who's seen it? Yeah. Yeah, it's good, right? It's so good. good. All right, so (laughs) some fingers, some people are just, like, the rest of you are missing it because it's screening right now. Yeah. It's really, really good. Like, do go and see it. I know that it's going to have a cinema run in the Netherlands, so go and see it in the cinema. Support your animation. Uh, But something that really struck me when we were talking is that... uh, you guys can do co-productions with any other country and all of that is fine, but you can't do co-productions with your own French-speaking fellow Belgians. Yeah, can, yeah, you, can you <laughs> elaborate?
1: Yeah, it's quite a difficult situation, it's true. It's, it's like uh, for me now with the development funding that I have for my short film, um, I was talking to my producer and I was saying uh, like, I, was, uh, I will have some people helping me with the storyboard and the art design, And I was sending her some names, and one of the questions she also asked me is like, oh, and where are they from? Are they Flemish? Because they do have to apparently spend the Flemish money that they have, they have to spend it in Flanders. I don't know, I don't do budget myself, so I don't know, I don't think it's the full 100%, but most of it they have to spend in Flanders. And because Belgium is so complicated, we have the we have the Flemish region and then you have brussels which is a separate region and then you have uh, the wallonian region um, and the
3: dutch region That's the, the german, german yeah sorry, there's yeah. a
1: little little <laughs> easy, german right? community but i don't know Do i don't have know their if own you would, film fund yeah i don't Do know the if tiny German
2: community that. but yeah so cuz something like as a Flemish film fund that you're not allowed to work with the sort of do a co-production with the uh, Wallonian Film Fund well, I have to say,
1: I'm not a producer so I don't exactly I, I don't know the specifics about right, it yeah. but we do feel yeah you can feel it in our country that there is this border and mm. it's 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 a complicated situation a lot of it has to do just with the language I think like um I'm I'm making assumptions now but I I can imagine that it might be uh, for both of them, it might be necessary if they're producing it that the language that the main language would be or French or Dutch, which is yeah. I mean, if you would work together, yeah, it's it's just one language you, you mm. choose. So that's one of the things that could be problematic. Um, and budget-wise, I think that there's uh, Flanders is a bit. Bigger and at the moment, uh, richer as well. Yeah, that's yeah. Money-wise, we have a bigger foundation at the moment. That's not how it was a long time ago, but we're not in history class, and so we could be. No, I I, I don't know. I don't okay, know. then we won't yeah. we won't. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, like the the funding you could get in in the Wallonian region, it's just way less. So she they couldn't even become like the like the the main main producer they would al- yeah. always be like the minority and I think maybe that's part of the
3: struggle as well that, that, that yeah. they don't yeah
2: yeah
3: and like far uh, yeah. the Flanders film funding they really want to be proud of the Flemish film industry that's what's
1: yeah it's it's a very it's a political game mm. and yeah, it's, that must it's be, sad that, must that be it's really tricky yeah.
2: waters for a filmmaker who just wants to make films with the talents of people like you look at someone's mm-hmm. work you look at like oh how is your vision on this work does it fit in with mine like I want to work with you if it does yeah, yeah I've, I've had like this, this girl that I know and she's from she lives in
1: Brussels uh, and she has a Flemish producer but They couldn't apply for Flemish money even if the producer was Flemish because she wasn't, and it was very yeah it was very frustrating. Like I said, I don't know the the specifics about it, but it's it's complicated. So let's just do Belgium, the Netherlands.
2: Uh, yeah sure uh, I, I would I would be happy no, I think we have a German filmmaker who lives in, in the Netherlands who can't get funds from the Dutch Film Fund at the moment because he's actually German but he's been living here for years and years it's, it's very strange when it comes to nationalities and languages and films which could be an, a talk on its own but I'd have to mm-hmm. really research it before I could get into it and probably get yeah. some producers instead of me because I you know I just make films I don't care about how they're funded <laughs> um, I do as long as the money comes in yeah. um, what I kind of want to do now is open up the floor to you guys and see because you've been really quiet and attentive yes. for, for a yeah, very long time well done yeah. <laughs> um, but does anyone have any questions?
0: Um, Hi your, your film is it made as, is it a stop motion animation or is it uh, uh, drawing in uh, uh, computer animation
3: either uh, none of to it's a uh, pen on paper,
0: yes, and
3: yeah. then so I think I had like photocry- five thousand 5, yeah. um, yeah, papers.
0: Then it's then, I think. Then it's a stop motion animation, yeah, it's rotoscopy, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be the very technical stop motion geek now. Uh, stop motion is technically when you have a puppet or yeah. something moving frame by frame, so it's huh. that would be traditional 2D animation. That is then, but yeah, sorry. That is just me, the lecturer in me. <laughs> um, and, and
3: did you did you? But you scanned everything? Yeah, I scanned. Yeah. It was a really, really, really long process. But um, like the setup I had in my room at the time, uh, I lived with uh, two other people in Ghent um, because, as you know, the rent is quite expensive. Uh, I had a projection that was a um, light on my wall that shined on my uh, desk. Um, with the film that I uh, I filmed from the cho- choreography and the, then I the dro- live action yeah mean, the live yeah. action yeah and then I draw it on paper like it was projected on my own paper uh, frame by frame like drawing and then next page drawing next page drawing next page <laughs> so yeah I think if I worked really hard in a day I had like six or seven seconds a day. Yeah. yeah yeah, that's impressive But I, I work like from 7am uh, until 6pm just drawing.
2: <laughs> long days but hopefully <laughs> breakfast and lunch breaks in there yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. are there any other questions uh, there's a question for both of you I guess uh, how do you get your work out there you know, what platforms do you use how do you bring how do you get an audience for your work
1: festivals
3: like this, <laughs> kind of? Well, that's part of it. It's part of um, it. And then I think it's very important to be on social media um, because that's the time we live in. Um, just sell yourself. Just be proud what you, what you do and just share those working processes and share where you, you are going to, like festivals. Just share everything that like, and then don't be afraid to talk with peop- uh, people about it.
1: And what I think
3: um, maybe the most interesting thing is how, where.
1: Think about where do you find the work that you like. Do you go to social media? Go. Do you go to the cinema? Do you, do you go to festivals, or how? How do you find it? And if that's an um, a way that works for you, then it makes sense for you to try and get into that as well. So uh, to get your work shown because you'll, you're. By looking at other people's work, you're already studying how to get out there, uh, and it's something that you enjoy doing. So, if if you're even doing it, looking at other people's work, um, so for me, like social media, I yeah, some, it's just a part of it. So yeah, some, but it, it's like I said, it depends on how mm. you want to present yourself. I'm, yeah. I love, I love going to festivals. I travel a lot, and. Because I really like to um, get to know people in person as well uh, which is yeah which is yeah, network, yeah, network, yeah, yeah it's, it's not network working but it's very different than than an online community yeah. which is it's like it's just what what works for you as a person um, um. so for me yeah trying to get it to festivals it's just it just well there's a lot of i mean there's th- literally thousands of festivals. Out there, and and at the moment, it's it's become so easy to submit it because everything's done online, um, and the biggest investment is your time and your effort, and 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 figuring out if your film fits the fits the festival, and um, and and submitting it, and then. If, if for you it's important to go try and go and, and try and get to meet new people but if you want to do it online yeah go and look at blogs yeah. go and look at websites that but write don't about be the afraid to go that you outside.
3: like that's like the uh, the key to meet people and I was talking about it with Bart yesterday my assistant uh, that there is no one specific way to get out there with your work there are so many ways um <laughs> Like like Britt said, you can go to festivals, you can do it online, you can do the boat. um but it's also interesting to work with other artists or people that maybe are more known and so you can get your name out there mm-hmm. so and maybe with other artists like in the music industry you, you can also that's also an option like if there is a band that's like people already know and you are doing the clip for it, for example, your name will appear on it and like you just have to do those things and it's a a a leather process uh. I think when it comes to distributing for instance
2: your graduation film online or just a film that you've made or like distributing it in the first place um, quite often there is the order of festivals first and then online so um Again, not, not so much anymore, but like for some festivals, they'll still want that exclusivity. Yeah. Well, mm. It
1: depends also what you want as a maker. Exactly. Because, of course, you have these big A-list festivals that everyone wants to get into. But if, if it doesn't match what you make, then it makes no sense to wait for it. I mean, so figure out where you find the thing that you like and yeah. try and get it distributed that way.
2: But also, because yes, very true, and networking, super important, but while you make your films, do not forget about your friends. Like, occasionally (laughs) hang out with them, make sure that they still like you. Because once you do put it on social media, which I agree, social media is a time-sucking ass, but I would say that it's been quite important for me when it comes to distributing my work. Not only because, you know, it's an easy way for me to put it out, but because when my friends still like me and they're proud <laughs> of the work that I do, they will share it for me. They become my distributing network. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when you travel to festivals and you meet people, then your friends actually become people in the animation industry that other yeah. people will listen to. Mm-hmm. And your friends will become the people at Vimeo and your friends will become the people at YouTube. And then suddenly, they, they overlap. So your one post on Facebook that gets liked a few times and then gets shared and then gets and then that sort of means that a festivals will start paying more attention and that the online community will bring it to certain blogs for you.
1: And maybe another tip is um, make it easy for people to find you and to yes. find your work. So, for example, if you know that you're going to a festival and you're going to be there in person, uh, have some cards or have something that you can give to people if uh if it's online like um um yeah be sure if you make a post about your film be sure to put the link in there I, it's it sounds very Have a obvious a link to your website
2: it, on your Vimeo page mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. I I make
1: sure that, that so everything often. yeah make a sure that everything also? is connected and make it as easy as pop as possible for people to find the work that you want to show
3: um uh, maybe mm-hmm. another thing uh, you're still students or Mm. I graduated uh, a few months ago and then together with Johan uh, have a small animation studio. Nice.
1: All right. Mm. And where, well, where are you from?
2: Uh, I live in Overijssel and Johan lives in Friesland. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So
2: we are completely out of the way. <laughs> Our rent is cheaper but we're not in the, in the area <laughs> that you're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. So we're still trying, uh, trying to get everything out there. Uh, we currently specialize in motion tweening animation but I really want to get into frame by frame because that is also oh. something I've always loved. But it's very time-consuming. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not gonna convince some small company in Friesland to pay me for that. But yeah, we're still trying to get our work out there. So mm-hmm. that's why I find the question. And so
1: it's also those things take time. So don't pressure yourself too much. I mean, it's good to to get inspired by people and that you admire them and 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 look at their work. But for every amazing uh, piece of art or or. Uh, film that you see that you admire know that there's uh tons of work that you haven 't seen that they haven 't shown and that they had to do to research or or to get there and so if if you 're still i mean I had the impression that you 're like yeah we 're still figuring it out yeah that 's normal of yeah. course that 's good that's that's great that means you 're moving forward so keep on keep on doing it and also not being yeah. in the hub is
2: almost turning into a thing that is fine in this current age where loads of jobs are advertised as can be working from abroad or like there is so much stuff that now happens through the online system of just animating somewhere Mm. and if you are like well I'm a beginning uh, frame by frame animator but I'm willing to learn then that that's something that can very easily
3: happen for you that way. Just find the people who are doing similar work and like just someone said to me that while you're working on a project or like you are figuring, th- figuring things out, just go to people in the meantime and just drink coffee and have a talk and you don't know what's, go- what's going to happen then. Make new friends. I think yeah.
2: Yeah. like networking really sucks when you think of it as networking. But if you just think of it, oh, I'm just hanging out with some new people that I haven't met yet and just they
1: be might be really cool. Just yourself and hang
3: out, yeah.
2: We never networked, I don't think. Did we?
1: You mean you mean together?
3: Yeah, no. <laughs> it's an official like
1: Yeah, we just Hi. we just met. Thanks to Julia
2: even. No, I, no, you were already working at Click then. Oh okay. Because you've always <laughs> yeah, been a volunteer yeah, at yeah, Click. Yes, and I've always yeah. been working at Click. Yeah, so I just
1: yeah, that's the thing. I mean I, I... We also
2: have a friend in common that helps, yeah. but yeah, actually um,
1: loads. I like with this festival I I am from Belgium and I live in Ghent I don't live here in Amsterdam but I've I been coming here for five years now or something and Possibly just because I yeah I love coming here and, and during the years when you keep coming back you keep seeing the same faces so you you build that network very organically it doesn't feel like oh, no, I have to go and, and, and meet those people. It's like, yeah, finally, I can, I can come back and I see those people again. And, and now you it even do that professionally
2: fun, so. at Click. You're like the filmmaker coordinator yes, person. Yes, yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah. That's so maybe, maybe that's another tip. Like, find something that you just really enjoy and then it won't feel like work. <laughs> no. And if it's, if it's networking or if it's social media or if it's whatever it is that's connected with the distribution of your work find something that that feels natural for you and that you just like doing.
2: Thank you. Are there any other questions? Um,
0: What do you do when you uh, start noticing that your drawing and animation starts to feel too much like work and it starts to kind of block you because you have to do it as a job? Do we have any tips for that?
3: Like the more commercial works, or yeah,
0: for if you're working for a client and you yeah. have to do something, it well, you can yeah. have
1: the feeling with your own work as well, not only for commercial work. Mm.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I yeah, like for th- in the first place, you are choosing if you're doing like commercial work or something that they say to you to do, but hmm. That's a good question. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a really interesting <laughs> question. Um, I think it's at if you feel that maybe that's a good point to to look inward and figure out okay why am I doing this or why am I doing it this way, and if you at that point you realize okay I know that I'm 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 doing something that's difficult because I want to reach that goal and that goal is important to me, then. It will get easier if you remind yourself, oh, okay, that's why I'm doing it. Yes, and then you get excited about that again. And, but if you figure out, oh, I'm doing this and actually I'm not going anywhere, well, screw it, don't do it. Yeah. Find something else and if do it, it another you way. If it D- yeah, just don't, don't do it out. in the
3: futru- yeah. future. I, I
2: don't agree. Oh. I think that animation okay. is, in a sense, it is a beautiful hobby which we all enjoy and we get paid for. Uh, but that is like this much of it. So that is the part of yes, I'm doing something I love. But then also, you're a professional animator, and in every single job, no matter how amazing and dreamlike of a job it is, you're gonna have moments where you're gonna have to do parts of work that you don't necessarily enjoy. Yeah, so okay, you if them. but if
1: you're doing that part because there is a bigger thing yes. connected to then it, then it makes sense. Then, then it makes sense, and but, and then yeah. you can. Put it in perspective, and and then it won't feel as heavy anymore. I think
2: that's true. Although sometimes, whenever I'm working in like After Effects, doing the final tidbits of a (laughs) film that I've already finished, like why what am I doing this for? Yeah, for like the three people of the thousands and thousands who will notice that this is not neat. (laughs) Well, then 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 sometimes you just have to do it. Then you should realize why are you doing? You're doing it more for yourself. Yeah, but also sometimes that's like I I'm mostly I'm I'm Uh quite lucky that I'm doing things for me most of the time, but when I have to work for a client, then sometimes I just have to do work that I don't like. And I have to swallow it because I have to pay my rent.
1: See, si, but then, then the bigger goal is... Pay rent. <laughs> pay rent and, and, and have money and have freedom to be able to yeah. do other things. That you, so if you have that in mind, then it becomes easier again. Good point. Th- that's wh- that's I what think.
3: I mean. It's like yeah. all connected. Yeah. If it don't have any advantage, advantage and it makes you unhappy, like... You will think about it for the next like yeah, commission no, you no. will have, and
1: yeah, you must dare person. to say
3: like no. Like if it makes me unhappy, just just don't do it. Like life is too yeah. short. Yeah. or or do it another way,
1: or yeah. or or try and find people to help you if it's mm-hmm. something that you're just, just really struggling fun. with. Or no. yeah, like, or depending on the depending on the on the um, on the project or the budget, maybe you can just. Uh, find other people to do it for you. Yes, and, and delegate. Yeah. Delegate things. If, if you have a commissioned job, and like, like with this project, the, the Hooray for Reading, um, the client came to me, and they told me, like, okay, we have this amount of time, and this is the budget, and they had to have someone to do the designs, and also the animation. And I knew within that time, I would not be able to do and the designs, and the animation. It would be too much. So I decided, okay, I'm going to do the thing that I like the most, which is the design. And I will earn less money because there's someone else doing the animation, but it it, it will make me happier.
2: And healthier. Yeah, you will not yeah stress. and healthier.
1: And it will make a, of a better result as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So if, I don't know if that's helpful in a way, all of those things. Yeah? Okay.
2: Uh, I heard Michael Dudek-Dewitt talk about this uh, a few weeks ago as well. Because we also always like in between films, while we make films, there is always moments that you actually even forget your original motivation, or you just—I mm-hmm. mean—you get yep. depressed during projects mm-hmm. and in between projects, <laughs> and it's you can be very positive about everything, but sometimes you're just you lose not, perspective. You're not there. Yeah, you lose yeah, perspective, or you're just, or like, you're like, just like you've you're drained. Yeah, like yeah. Like you've yeah. given everything that you have because it's an extremely draining job that we do. Um. So you've given everything and then suddenly you're like, I'm empty. And he said, well, just keep on finding artistic things. So do something else instead. Cook, dance, do music, but keep that side of it walking, but keep keep the sort of creative side of your brain. I hate the word creative, but keep that side of your brain functioning. Mm. And then when you're ready to go back into animation, like when it's over a long period of time, then you won't have stopped exercising it. You'll just be exercising it in a different way. So that is like, I think this is more like when you're on projects and you hate doing it or when you're doing your taxes and you hate doing them because the other option is like, go to prison. Um, yeah. So that's a well, good motivation. But or, like or when it's a longer I'm ac- find an
1: accountant.
2: Yeah, but hmm. even then you still have to prep stuff. I have an accountant, but I still, I still have to prep stuff. Okay. Sucks. I,
1: I, yeah, I don't have an accountant. Oh so God, yeah.
2: <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's very much about what kind of a lull you're in as well. So be very aware of it. Like, is it something that is just today? Or is it something that's been going on for a few weeks? Is it been going on for a few months? And then you might need to ask yourself like, okay, what am I, what am I not allowing myself in my life that I actually need more than I need to animate right now? Thank you all very much for being patient. I'm very sorry that we started a little bit late, uh, but I hope we made up for it. Uh, Thank you very much to Britt and Kimberly for um, jumping in. You're awesome.
1: Oh, thanks for having us.
2: (laughs) More than happy to. We might repeat it tomorrow with the cat. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good day.
0: Wonderful stuff. And thanks again to Anna and both the guests. You can learn more about Britt Reyes' previous film, Catherine, over on squiggly.co.uk in our written interview that went up around this time last year. Also, her website is Britrays.tumblr.com and Kimberly's site is kimplee, K-I-M-P-I-L-E-E, dot com. You can also track down Anna at annaisabouts.com. Isabouts is spelled E-I-J-S-B-O-U-T-S. Don't forget to check out the Click Festival itself at KLIK.amsterdam. And as mentioned we're squiggly.co.uk, we're also at squiggly on Twitter, Squiggly Animation on Instagram, and Squiggly Magazine on Facebook. Thanks again for joining us and see you again soon.